for good grades. I wish I was better at relationships. I wish I was an artist. I wish I had a better relationship with my wife. I wish for a life full of happiness. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have to wish. Good morning. It's Monday once again. So before we get started on the topic today about energy and how it affects us, just please remember that below you can find the link to my free energy guide. And what that energy guide will do for you is give you a sense of what it's like to have a session with a coach. What I offer most people is a free hour to get a sense of what it is that is needing a tweak or needing more courage. And in the process of going through the energy guide, it helps you sort that out. If you download the energy guide, you will receive a few email for email. And at the end of that email, there is an opportunity to purchase a small video that would walk you through the booklet. If you find that doing something like that on your own feels overwhelming. Thanks for joining me again. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, my weekend was varied. I had some relaxing time. I had some company. Um, lots of discussions over the past week are kind of swirling in my mind. And I'm not entirely sure how to hone it into one discussion. And so decided that today it's going to be about energy. I am not someone in the past anyway, who believed that um, I was willing to maybe dabble in the concept of different energies. And I don't know that I had time to think that way. And so it was a maybe deflective feeling because it wasn't something I understood. And um, the definition of energy, I think I have it here, is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. And so what does that mean? It's, it's the ability to move forward, which we've discussed already on these podcasts. So my thinking started out because last week someone sent me a, a question that I thought was interesting. And the question was, what would you tell your 10 year old self? And I was kind of stopped initially by that. Uh, the, the, response that they had was, here's a fun question for you. And at my point in 10 years of life, my life was in an upheaval and I wasn't sure what I could tell that 10 year old self would make much difference. And so it didn't feel like a fun question to me initially. And my very first response to it was tell that 10 year old to enjoy the little piece that was happening in their life at that point, because from birth to 10, it wasn't peaceful. And from about 16 until 25, it wasn't very peaceful. And so I thought maybe I should tell the 10 year old, relax, take a break. Don't work so hard. Um, and that felt sort of defeatist. It's like, well, surely I could tell my 10 year old self something a little more valuable than that. And so then I decided that what the following years and the previous years had done was deplete the energy to believe in myself. 
And so if I could talk to that 10 year old self and say, there are some rocky years ahead yet, but you have an ability inside of you to withstand it and you will withstand it and don't let it change the belief you have in your own power. Did those few years change that? It's hard to know really. And that's what kind of brought me full circle around to thinking about energy. I had a request this week to do a podcast on boundaries and I thought that would be a good topic and to research that it became very large and that will be another day. But one portion of learning about boundaries was learning about our own energy and what we give our energy to and how we make choices that drain our energy. And I wonder if we can't really set boundaries if we're not in tune to our own energy. And so one of the um, sort of ideas around energy is that we can deplete our own energy when we give our power or our authority or our sense of being to someone else. And I learned this in a course that I took and the story that was told to us to illustrate this was that the teacher had a father who was leaving the family because of the mother being with a different man. And the child chose to take on the role of um, protector. And that role had not been given to her. It was not requested of her by the father, the mother, or the other children in the home. It was just something she felt that she should take on. And so I was thinking about that and it came to mind when my first husband died. Um, I had two little children and I would go home to see my parents. And when I would go to pack the children into the car, my father would say to my two-year-old son, look after your mother. And I remember becoming angry with him that he should not say that to my son. It wasn't my son's responsibility to look after me. And I said to my dad, I know you're trying to show care to me, but I would rather that you say to me, take care of yourself. We're thinking of you. We're worried about you. Whatever it is that's creating this emotion inside of you that you're going to pin that responsibility on a two-year-old doesn't seem fair to me. He took it in his stride. I don't know that anything entirely changed, but I remember the realization for myself that we give power to people when we shouldn't. We take it from people when we shouldn't. And so that is a little bit about what energy is. And so then I also hear people talk about our spirit animal and what is our spirit animal. And I've never connected to that. I, I don't understand the concept of deciding that other than taking on attributes, which is what I expect this is all about, and taking on an attribute of a spirit animal, to me in some ways feels like, again, giving away my power 
why, uh, and I believe in metaphors, I understand that the power of a metaphor, and I expect that's what this is, but I would like to give to people the permission to choose attributes and give them to yourself as a human. I learn a little bit about grief myself, and I've studied a bit about grief as well. And a lovely picture that I was given about it is that grief is something we will carry with us forever once life has given us a situation to grieve. But it doesn't have to drain us forever. We can carry it with us and um, set it down was the example. Set it down, take a break, and then if you need to keep grieving because it's important to do that, pick it up again. And I think about people I have lost in my life and I don't grieve the way the early days of grief were like, but there's always a sense of melancholy when I think about something they might enjoy that I can't share with them any longer. So energy, if we think about it as something that moves us forward, it is something we control. And if we can control what depletes our energy, I think the process of learning how to do that will allow us to enable boundaries a little better. I'm studying a little bit with Terry Reel and some of his new book called Us. And there's a lot in that about repairing relationships. And we seem to believe that we maybe can't do that, but we can and repair replaces energy as well. So I was thinking, um, is there a good metaphor for energy? And, and I mean, energy is heat, energy is movement. Um, scientifically, we get it. Uh, I didn't really do well with coming up with a specific metaphor for energy other than vitality. Um, and that's not a metaphor, it's just a word. But the idea that when we feel depleted, could we take a look at that and, and wonder what's missing? What So some simple ideas of energy depletion would be lack of sleep. Um, young parents, there's so much that they have to think about that their energy could be depleted. There's that daily energy, but then there's the energy that we have that is that deep fire within us. And so when we have that deep fire within us burning and we can learn what to feed that maybe. Um, and that's just coming to my mind as I try and explain where I, where I want to leave you with the idea of energy. I had a discussion really quickly with somebody this weekend. They said something about being tired and yet it was early and it wouldn't be time for them to sleep. And I said, could I suggest to you a different word? I wonder if the word you're looking for is energy. And they were kind of like, yes, that makes sense. Right this minute, I just don't feel I have the strength to move, to do another task. And that is energy. And when someone said, I will help you, then it was easier to do the task at hand. And so that is energy um, that we can gain from another simply because 
for that particular moment in that day, that person had just finally run out of their energy. So if we think of it mystically, energy is around us. We, you know, gravity and the wind and all of those things, they create an energy and they create in us a feeling of um, fun or dread or the wind blowing in your hair can be exhilarating. And all of that around us is energy. Um, but there's energy within and energy without. And so what can we as humans do to control how we feel around the energy? And I think it comes down to what would we tell ourselves? So it's a really beautiful exercise to think about what would I tell my past self? I really struggled with that a little bit. It took me a bit. I was kind of not sure, like, why? Why would I want to do that? I can't change the past. But it is a neat idea to think about what I know now. And we all have said, if I could only go back with the knowledge I have now, would my life be different? And it's a fun exercise to think about. I don't know what to suggest about that. We certainly would likely make some choices differently, but then we don't know what else would, if, if it would be the exact same, because the minute you change an energy force, everything around it changes. And so could we think about that for what we're doing right now? If we feel an energy seems to control our thinking. So maybe we have negative thinking, maybe we have defeatist thinking, maybe we um, don't know how to brighten uh, our existence. What could we change around ourselves that would affect the energy within us? And um, I don't have all the answers. And there's this is such a vast topic that there would be people who could enlighten each of us differently depending on their experience and what they have discovered helps them. But I really did like um, the idea of oh, um, another, another saying that I have used a lot in my life that I picked up again at a course I took is how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you are a frenetic paced person, quite possibly you are that way in all that you do. And if you are a calm person, quite possibly you are like that with all that you do. Or it can simply mean how you approach something. If you go tearing in to do anything that you enjoy, you probably do that also with the things you don't enjoy. And so bringing awareness to self, bringing awareness to feelings is the beginning of understanding your energy force or field. When you do feel down, instead of thinking about that ick that it brings, could we widen the circle a little bit and think what caused it? I woke up and I felt ick. The first thing then would be, did I sleep well? Did I sleep poorly? Did I eat poorly before I went to bed. And these are very simplistic because obviously there are medical conditions that cause depression and all kinds of things. But if we're going to talk at a base level, when a feeling, what we call washes over us, maybe we should stop and address it, look at it, 
ask ourselves some questions about it. Could we find answers? And then if we have an answer, could we then offer a solution to ourselves? And if we can start to do that, we might understand the things that irritate us. We might understand that we can't change what irritates us, but we can change how we respond to the irritant. Um, so that's just kind of a thought that I have today about energy. Um, I want to do more in-depth work with that. Um, the words that I have been looking at a little bit are life contract. And I really like those words. And there's a, a big understanding and um, learning around what we consider our life contract. And they are things that we choose often. And we aren't even aware that we chose them. And if we can become more aware, then we can change that direction. So something like what my father said to my son, had I not maybe heard that and thought that's not fair, maybe that child would have grown up feeling like his responsibility was to look after me. Um, and maybe I needed to do more work to tell my child that maybe there is a sense that he has that and I need to maybe consider releasing that to, uh, and I think I have certainly done that over time, but it's an awareness. And so those are the things that can affect our energy. And it doesn't mean that we have to argue with people. What my father was doing was a loving gesture. He just didn't know how to do it maybe in the moment, or it just felt too much sadness to say that to me. And so it was a way he could offer a kindness and he was grateful that I said what I said to him because he hadn't thought of it that way. And so communication, I did look up some sort of talk points about boundaries and I didn't really like where some of them went, but one of them was talk, 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 communicate. And I am big on communication. And sometimes people think communication is to say their piece, but it's also to listen to another piece and to discuss that and find a common ground that then people can move forward with and that would allow them more energy there's a release if we're holding on tight to our thoughts and ideas because we think someone else doesn't want to hear them that is going to affect our energy um so those are just my my thoughts for this monday i hope some of them will intrigue you enough to maybe consider just starting your own path to self-awareness when you feel a drain or a negative, ask yourself why and see what you come up with. And if you don't come up with anything, then maybe reach out. Um, that's what I do. Um, I enjoy the process of asking questions in a way that help people think about the betterment of themselves. And when we all feel that, then we can have a better existence around us. Happy Monday. As much as I enjoy discussions, I also want to provide a service to people who would like more. If you want to do more than listen, get in touch with me with the links in the description. You can also email me through hello at beyondwishfulthinking.ca. And I'd like to give you content you enjoy, so please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're watching through my YouTube channel, leave your comments below. If you want more of Beyond Wishful Thinking podcasts, make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you are listening right now.